0: Hey, people, this is Mindful Talks Podcast. Hope you are doing well. Firstly, thank you so much for your amazing response in our podcast channel, especially people from USA as our major audience are from Virginia, New Jersey, California, and so on. So Mind Inventory is the new digital transformation partner with 13 years of experience transforming businesses with 2.5k projects delivered, be it digital solutions, to top-notch UIUX services. Our team full of experts are always up with their creative minds. So, yes, last time uh, when we had this podcast and the series of UIUX talks, we had a very prominent personality in which we spoke a lot about UIUX podcast. And this time also we have a very, very special guest with us. And the goal, the motto is to spread the word and let everyone know and to teach everyone to all the newbie designers, especially about UI UX. So a very prominent personality from Kazakhstan, a digital product designer that is a popular influencer also on social media. She's mostly working with startups and focus on business goals and user needs. She teach about design systems as well. So overall, she is a combination of both logic and creativity. Joining us from Serbia, I welcome Marina Budarina.
1: Hi, thank you so much for introduction. Happy to be here.
0: Yes, a very warm welcome to you, Marina. Could you please (laughs) tell us about yourself to all the listeners?
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, actually, right now, uh, yeah, as you said, I was mo- mostly working with startups, but initially I'm a software engineer. That's why I keep the logical approach in the way I work and the way I, the reason I love my work because I can actually understand uh, developers so I can connect them with them easier. So I actually switched to design on my fourth grade and started into UI, UX field. And now I focused a lot on design system throughout the last year because uh, that's connected, actually, to the future of UI UX. And we I think we'll talk about that. That's why uh, I switched to design systems. Uh, But for now, I'm mostly working on my agency and the processes. It's also connected to the future of UI design trends, which we will talk. And the way I build, I want to build a good process which will help me to find the shortest solution and to connect uh, both business and customers the easiest and the most effective way.
0: Perfect, and like yeah. you were saying that you are uh, into those fields since so long and basically since childhood, uh, design, uh, designing is something that you always, uh, uh you were always up for.
1: Yeah, actually uh, I like to learn and everything. So I was also a creative person. I was drawing and then I was learning programming and languages, so I, I believe in, the, in our field in design and UI UX, it's important to have a broader view. Uh, the more you know, the better, because you work with different startups, with different businesses, and the more you understand them, the more you understand people, the better it is for you. So it's yeah. not just about design or programming knowledge, it's overall knowledge. Okay,
0: so to all the listeners uh, who are listening to this podcast, I, I must say that Marina has a very great impact on social media, and uh, she's the one who teaches about UIUX. And uh, she makes a lot of posts and she also replies to the people personally who messages her and she has uh, like almost 58K plus followers and she has great engagement on her social media. So yes, like we went through all the details and all the stuff and uh, we were very impressed with it. And that's why we wanted uh, Marina to be here in this podcast so that everyone can understand the things better.
1: Oh, thank you so much for its fluttering I'm really happy to hear that.
0: Yeah. So uh, yes Marina, like uh, if if you could just if you could just start with uh, the future of user experience like uh, mm-hmm. how you see the things and uh, what's your views on the uh, current trends and innovations and what future it holds.
1: Well the way I see it is we kind of should understand that the technology is going to improve in and advance an exponential way, which means it's going to improve so fast and unexpectedly because in last centuries we just received the computers and in 20th century we got the internet and now we have all of these AI features. So what I think for now we're more switching to businesses actually seek solutions. So we just want to find the cheaper and the faster way. So the cheaper and the most effective it is, the better it is. So I believe most of th- there can be a chance that this UX, UI, specialist, as we know now, it can change. And maybe the future is that you have an idea and you have all of the tools to put this idea into life. So we will be more switching, not working with UIX but using the tools and people that can do it the fastest way so that's why I believe it's best for us to also learn those AI tools and design systems uh, because we already have so many UI kids design systems um, AI tools that can effectively boost our productivity and speed up the process if before we were working like in Photoshop it was so slow and now we have the Figma we have all of us pre-built templates. So I would encourage everyone to learn how to use them. Because one thing, if you download some templates from internet, but you don't know how to use them. So this is where we de- designers would be needed. Because uh, if I, for example, would like to edit a video, it's not enough for me to just download something from Envato, for example, even though there are lots of templates available. So I will go and hire like video editors. So the same with design uh if i would be a client i just don't wanna i wanna save my time and i also wanna have a solution fast and <laughs> cheap <laughs> that's yeah. the truth because we are living in the business world so i believe for current people who are just joining the field or who are already here for many years um I think we should learn AI and we should learn design system and we should learn how to use them properly to boost and speed up our processes so that we can help businesses faster because businesses need, uh, whatever money <laughs> so we need to think about that and focus on that goal. And especially, and of course, don't forget about the users. So that it's hmm. intuitive, minimalistic, clean, nice. Um,
0: hmm. uh, so basically, uh, Especially nowadays, uh, for all the designers, uh, if if we just compare uh, from like back in the day, like five years back and now, uh, I think the designers need to be very active um, and they they need to be very up to the trend and they should know what the things are going on in market and they need to be very alert with the things and uh, this is the right time for them even to learn as much as they can every day, even if like, whether it's about AI, whether it's about uh, any new thing that's connected with the design.
1: Yeah, of course. And I believe that just not about current years, it was always like that because the world is changing. And now right now, yeah, it's changing so fast, but even to be at the same uh, speed with everyone, you need to learn and that's okay. That's great.
0: Yes, yes. So yes, like with the, with the rise of AI, uh, there are of course a lot of advantages of the technology, but do you see any, uh, the other side of the AI's impact in, in, this, in this world, like in the designing world basically? So do you, do you find, because everyone speaks about the benefits of the AI, everyone speaks about like how it can help, but do you see anything uh, that is not so good that's a bit of uh, more challenging or uh, more of a darker side of AI.
1: Uh, I would say it just depends on your perspective, but it also depends which UI UX uh, niche we're talking about because I can split it to two to simplify it, like startups and some big uh, companies like Google, Apple, ABM. We have uh, your own team and their UI UX designers doing completely different things. And there are so many specific uh, tasks that they do while you're working with startups or as a freelancer on UI UX, you kind of do all of this stuff. And the way I see the future is that, um, let's say you have a good idea. And the thing is we need to put it to production as fast as possible. And that's why web builders getting better. And we sometimes, not we, businesses may skip the UI UX part um, because they just don't find it as useful. And in a way, if I would consider that and if I would think, um, consider a person that uses old techniques and it will take me so much time to uh, design something, of course, I would skip that because the world is changing and I need to bring my idea to the market as fast as possible because it can be too late because there are so many competitions. So, what I think is that Mm -hmm. A lot of things that we do can be actually automated and done more efficiently with AI. And it depends the way you look at it. Sure, it can be seen as something bad if you don't want to learn and if you don't want to switch and acquire new skills, because this way you may lose clients, because some people say the economy is down, the UX UX is needed, but the truth is... uh, the people who always learn and change and adapt—they're uh, gonna be okay.
0: Yeah, true. And even like in the in like in this world of generative AI, so even if a client has certain requirements, so mm-hmm. of course designers should have something in their mind in order to even. Uh, Take the help of AI. It's not like uh, going, go like taking the help of AI with a blank mind. So of course, the designers should have something in, in their minds, and of course, like all the designers should have like uh, a lot of things in their bag. Their eyes should be open and to see the like the things all around them. Uh, so yeah.
1: Yeah, of course, it's like uh, using a Google. There is so many information and the way to actually use it you need to know something when I was learning in university and a professor would say okay you can use google you can use internet, but what's the point like you don't know what's right what's wrong and here we want to teach you to things to be skeptical to analyze and to use your brain that's why we need to learn and put something inside our head so that's when we use AI, we just know what what should be changed here. Because if you don't know, we just keep it as is. And if you do, if you focus on the wrong thing, the result could be terrible. Even or even if you and another designer use the same tools, so mm-hmm. like there's many uh, apps like Resume AI, for example, they generate wireframes using your prompt. But if you don't know anything about the structure or how should the website look like and why it should look this way. Even though there is like little tweaks needed from the person who knows that, if you don't know that you won't be able to change this. So we do need to uh, learn UI UX and we do need to learn AI and use them to help us.
0: Perfect. So now if you speak about design thinking and digital transformation age, so Mm -hmm. from a designer's perspective, uh, if you could just tell some hacks some tricks about uh, about about like the mindset, if you if you just speak about the mindset of a particular designer, like how a designer could uh, bring a lot of efforts and positive uh, positive results in this digital transformation age and what 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 should be the mindset of their designer, both UI UX perspective but you can just tell first from UI and then UX, like, is there any hacks or anything that he or she should go through?
1: Yeah, actually this design thinking, I before years ago, I didn't even know that it is, but when I learned that, I realized I was acting the same way. So it can actually be considered as a framework with five steps, but the first one is emphasize and find a problem, find a solution, prototype, and put it into the world, so five phases. and. Yeah, the, the way you approach uh, a business or the project, uh, I anyway follow these steps. So first, you need to put yourself in a user shoes. So if you are designing, I don't know, the Jubilee Jubilary, uh, app or jewelry e-commerce website, you need to consider yourself this user. Then you would understand what they need, how we need this, what is the problem. And that's how you work with the UX and understanding. You can even create user journey maps, user persona, and then you can define the problem. What is the problem uh, with this specific project or with uh, this market? And then you will realize that some tools are missing or you will find the pain points of the users and then you come up with the solution. But at this stage, third stage, the solution, I believe it should both consider user needs and the business needs, because uh, you can come up with so many ideas, they can be creative, but the truth is business has limited resources, especially at the beginning. So you need to find what is the most important thing and how you can both benefit the business and the users. Because if you cannot benefit the business, (laughs) this project is not going to work or stand. And then we have an idea. We start to kind of design it, iterate it, prototype it without pushing it into the world yet. And at this stage, Mm -hmm. we can also communicate with um, potential users and just test it ourselves. And after we think it's done, we can push it to production. But right now, I believe all of the steps should be done and should be... Oh, as fast as possible, because when the project uh, you work on it the whole year the whole idea may be lost because the world will change or something will happen with the economy. So I believe in mm-hmm. MVPs. MVP is a minimal vital product. You need to push something into the world, like the minimum functionality and see if people need it, because you can spend the whole year, two years developing something. I'm talking about the applications. Because it actually takes a lot of time, not just landing pages or websites. And then you realize that you put so much resources and time and some big enterprise or company already created the solution. And your solution is not needed. So, uh, of course, it will take some time. But I believe it's better to push something into the market as fast as possible with the MVP. And think from that perspective about consider business. Consider resources, consider users, and consider the um, pace of world changes. Mm. That's what I think.
0: Great. Like, is it is it really very important being a UI designer to be technically sound? Like, when I say technically sound, I mean, like, at least you should know the things uh, more than 50 percentage. Is it really important? And uh, what if from like a UI designer needs to even like a UI designer can enhance his, his or her uh, technical skills at the same time he or she can work on the designing part as well, like how, how, how you look to this whole scenario.
1: Mm-hmm. If you split like UI UX, I wouldn't mm-hmm. split that all. I would talk about UI UX persons and then UI for UI UX yeah. designers. Knowing technical skills, like knowing the tool, is also a technical skill. But I, I think you're more talking about like developing the programming. Do you, is that what you mean? Does they need to know that? Mm. Uh, there is an important thing. If you understand at least the basic, I I wouldn't be able right now to write HTML and CSS and develop the whole website. No, I don't even need that. Mm. If I would want, sure, I would go like. The thing with programming, because I was studying with in, in university, I know like Python, CSS, Assembler, but the as thing with programming, you, can, you will need always to look and Google for specific um, cases mm. and that's okay. So you can learn programming. And I think it would be beneficial if people know HTML and CSS, why? Not because they need to develop that, no. But when you will design, if you know that you will be, you will understand business more because in this case, when I come to the project, I analyze first, okay, we need this feature. Let's say, um, uh, I was working on the project for influencers and, um, uh, brands, and we need to have a posting feature, like posting on Instagram mm-hmm. feature. And this one, as I know, Uh, It takes a lot of resources from the development side to develop that. So if I know that, I already will think, "Hmm, is this what they need? Do we want to put two months to develop this functionality or it's not that important? So if you know something, you don't have to know how to develop that, but at least you are aware that something can take a long time. You can use this knowledge to create better solutions for the business, as I've mentioned. Mm -hmm. And another thing, if you... Now HTML and you design a website, for example, you will put more attention to the way you build it, the way you put some images and decorative assets. Because I see lots of intranet, like on Drupal, it's gonna be as it's gonna be hard to develop them, and that's not the, It can be considered as not a big problem, and people taking as a fun. But say again, <laughs> business need. Cheap and effective solutions. So in this case, we would be a better designer if we would know some technical things. And I think it's easy to learn that. How I would recommend, if you don't know HTML, for example, you can open the Webflow and try to build a website. First, design it in Figma or just find an existing one and try to work around in Webflow. I think it can teach you like fast and a lot about HTML and then you will understand how to work better with your designs, with your wireframes. That's just the technical skills. But of course, when designing, you need to know more than that. So you don't, the conclusion here, you don't need to know how to develop, but you you need to have an idea and at least understanding to work better with developers and to provide better solutions.
0: Absolutely, and even like uh, it helps in clients' communication and understanding the client's vision. Like you, you work better when when you are technically sound.
1: Yeah, actually, I, I can tell a story how I landed my first big project. I was That's in field. Yeah, I was in the field for not very much because, as I've said, I joined design field on my fourth grade. I was just. In the middle of the year, in the winter, I was developing a taxi app for my friends. And it was just, uh, I had no knowledge. But I'm still looking at the designs and they look good. The, what I was uh, using as a source of information, I explored all taxi app that there is out there. I didn't know much, that much about UIUX, But I watched some videos on YouTube about Figma and I started building it. And yeah, that's how I started my UIUX, But this is mm-hmm. what was not paid. And then I started to post that on Instagram. Uh, I got some clients. Uh, it was cheap one, like cheap project. I got like for app designing $200 and another one for $200. And then yeah. I created a huge website and I got $1,000. And then came the one of the best projects I worked on because it developed me a lot. And the way I joined it, the reason people hired me We had an, uh, like, not interview, but they texted me and they had a call. And we had two calls. First call, I was listening and I was providing my ideas and solutions. And since I already knew social media and I knew some developing... I was questioning their features and what we need and I was <laughs> even proposing my solutions I was saying well it's going to take you a lot of time do you actually need that so I was putting mm-hmm. my ideas and that's something they appreciated and they appreciated my interest my technical skills my thinking process so I wasn't just here like oh okay you tell me this I will do this so I was I was skeptical about their ideas and then mm-hmm. the next the next call i was also proposing i was not just skeptical i was proposing my solutions uh so that's why i was hired even though like as before my manager who became my friend and he's now working in apple as a product manager and oh. i asked him like why did you hire me because i said i don't have much experience and two our ceos they were against hiring but they didn't even talk to me so he was the one who talked and who has all these interviews and they insist on that and they said they never regret, even though I had, like, several months of experience. Uh, <laughs> after, yeah. like, several months working on a project, they hire another designer, and I was leading him. So, it's, n- <laughs> like, being a professional, it's not about having many years of experience, but being... Uh, enthusiast. Be- huh?
0: Being enthusiast as well, like...
1: Yeah, and having something else in your head, not just design, and not being scared to talking to people, But something I was never scared. So even though it's like uh, some CEO, uh, I'm never scared to say, well, this is may not work. Maybe we can try this. And people mm-hmm. are never get angry on that. They even happy to hear some ideas. And now when I hire designers in my team, I also look at that. Mm-hmm. I hired what actually two designers that I have. They both have the background in developing, both men, and they worked in developing. And they are not that, was not that much skilled in UI, but at least they had an understanding of how to uh, build something the fastest way and the cheapest way for the business.
0: So
1: that's something I also paid attention. And I also paid attention to their interest because they are, uh, were so much inspired and they really want to work and yeah, I love this and I, I taught them it took a lot of time, but there's two approaches when you hire people, you ever hire a very skilled one who you don't need to teach teach, but yeah. or you can hire a person who may have not much yet knowledge in UIX, but they have a great understanding, great mindset, enthusiasm and interest.
0: Perfect. So, like to all the newbie designers listening to her story, I want to add here that she started with cheap products, with cheap projects as well. And uh, the good thing is, you need to be enthusiastic about not just one thing, but a lot of things. Don't take this as your job because you have chosen. You have chosen this. Love your job firstly, and uh, once you start, there is no. There should be no going back. And that's, that's what uh, I find the inspiration in your story.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Actually, if you find that uh, UI, UX is not your niche, it's also okay. Because, and I think it's okay to step back sometimes and to see um, it's from not your point of view, as, but as some there is some other people. Uh, don't think that like you're forced to do things, uh, but you need to learn to enjoy it. I really loved the UIUX because I could use all of my knowledge. And before, when I was at university and I was um, as a software engineer, it's not like programming websites. You uh, program machines, and the way you could work is on some manufacturer. And I was I was kind of scared of the idea that I would have to work in one niche for the my whole life, and that was scary for me. And that's why I switched to design because here I work with lots of businesses and I apply not just my design knowledge. I can use programming as well. I can be creative. I I can use marketing business ideas. And I work, uh, when you work with businesses, for example, medical niche or selling niche, e-commerce, it's it's also so different and you always learn. And I believe people who feel stuck or procrastinated, um, sometimes it can be caused because you not learning something new. New, and mm-hmm. i believe that's a that can be the force. but at least i personally i enjoy when i learn something new during the day whatever is if, if that's a book or if that's a new skill or uh, lately i started to like learn to drive a car and i was so happy about that
0: no and uh those who don't know it, uh, let me just say that uh, Marina has their, has her own course where she teaches others about UI UX. So if you could just tell about that as well.
1: Oh, of course. And that actually related to design friends because uh, a year ago, I understand that if there is lots of pre-built solutions, we should use that because then we will be better for businesses as, you know, there they are still people. When you talk to the CEO, he's a person. And if you say, well, okay, we're not going to say spent five months building this. We will use this pre-built solution, but I know how to tweak that and change that so uh, we can solve this faster. Sure, there will be, <laughs> there will be for it. So uh, that's why I created this course, because I believe... You, know, you don't have to build design system from scratch, but you need to understand how we work. Because as I've said, if you just download some UI kits from internet and you have no idea how to work with them, it doesn't make any sense. So you need to learn design systems to know how to use them in your advantage. So I created this course. Yeah, I really liked it. And I liked the process of teaching people because I also feel uh, more inspired when I share to my knowledge.
0: Yeah, and uh, we are seeing that you're already getting good feedbacks about that.
1: Uh, about the course? Yes. Yeah, I, I get a lot of uh, nice feedbacks and that makes me happier. Uh, I love to read people nice messages. And before that, I also wrote an e-book. That's how it started. I just was like a manual, but it also it, it uh, performed well. That's why, and I saw people interest. And that's why I also created the video course because um, reading and video is different and some people prefer yeah. different things. Uh, I love reading books and I, I, I like everything actually. But the video uh, course, okay. if you just can turn it on and do some other stuff while you're like washing the dish or cooking the food. Uh, I also like to do that. Some of the classes allow in the theory part you mm. can also do something um, but there's lots of practical lessons which couldn't be covered in the ebook and that's what i focused more it's not just like about design systems but ui and how to work in figma properly so i believe after people know this they will know how those <laughs> all of this design system work how big companies work and how you can use this
0: yeah i think uh, we believe uh, like when any client approaches us uh, for the whole website or for, from designing perspective it is like we should not leave a single thing or, and um, something like when when designing a whole website structure and stuff uh, there are a lot of things that you need to do there are tons of things uh, that that you need to fulfill so like, say, for example, like how you design the error message page, 404 page and the other minor, very minor things, not so big, not so heavy, but very minor things. So from a user perspective, when a user comes and he or she experiences your website, um, it should be super easy. It should be super simple and super relevant as well. That's what we believe in. So, yes, like being a designer, you, you should focus in everything and it, it it never says like these are the big things or these are the small things you need to be alert and you need to work on every minor major thing uh, available in the uh, website structure
1: yeah but i wouldn't i wouldn't say uh, to people don't, don't feel overwhelmed because uh, you can take it slow step by step and yeah. that's how I work because when I open a project and I start to think of the all many things that I need to do, it's it's getting overwhelming and it can lead to procrastinations because you don't know where to start and you just don't don't do anything. Uh, I prefer the productive way of, of thinking. First, you like think big, then you write down all of the tasks and you start step by step don't feel that it's so hard Uncomplicated design can be simple if you just structure it all well and you have this discipline and everything is clear and clean then it's so, gonna be okay
0: <laughs> yeah so yes like uh, it was lovely speaking to you and uh like I, I i frankly i can say that you know i don't know how this whole uh, 30 minutes gone so so yes this was just a beginning and uh, i'm again very like we were we were trying to record this podcast in so long but finally it happened and uh, yes i guess from this podcast people are gonna learn certain uh, new things and uh, i hope that this podcast inspire uh, designers in general
1: yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting, for listening, and I do really hope that people will find some insights, and it's going to be helpful.
0: Yeah, and I'll put your the Instagram handle in this podcast description, so all the people who want to connect with you, they can uh, click on that link and uh, check your stuff as well, and they can reach you out.
1: Yeah, of course, reach me out.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yes, thank you so much, Marina, for this. Thank you. Any, any last things that you would like to you would like to add before we continue? No, no.
1: I think we we can do more, and there is so much. I, I love to talk, and there is so so much I could share. Uh, but I think we need to take it step by step, so people don't feel overwhelmed.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, maybe maybe some other episode we can do, like we can speak about um, other topics as well.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Perfect. So yes, to all the listeners, that was it. And uh, if, if you really want uh, to get inspired, there, there should be no excuse. And uh, yes, like if you speak about uh, designing in general, uh, Mind Inventory is uh, ha- has this 13 plus years of experience in this industry, not just in UI UX, but uh, technology as a whole. So yes, you can visit www.mindinventory.com right now if you are looking for a digital transformation partner. So yes, we'll see you in the next episode. Till then, keep on listening Mindful Talks Podcast. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Bye.